Hello and welcome to the Art Engager podcast with me, Claire Baum. I'm here to share techniques and tools to help you engage with your audience and bring art, objects and ideas to life. So let's dive into this week's show. Hello and welcome back to the Art Engager podcast. This is episode eight and today I'm going to be talking all about how to use the See, Think, Me, We thinking routine to create personal and community connections with artworks. So this is part of a new series of episodes on the podcast where I'm going to be sharing a thinking routine with you. And I'm going to be sharing all the insights for how you might be able to use it with an artwork or an object, with groups, either in person or online. So for this episode, we're looking into See, Think, Me, We. Um, I wonder how many times I can say that correctly and how many times I'll get it wrong. And this was our thinking routine of the month recently in the Visible Thinking membership. Every month we have a special thinking routine class and we dive a little bit deeper into a thinking routine that we already know or we discover a new thinking routine like See, Think, Me, We. So here's how we use this thinking routine to make personal and community connections with an artwork. So first of all, what is See, Think, Me, We? So it's a thinking routine for connecting to the bigger picture. It invites participants to make personal and community connections with works of art. And there are four parts to this thinking routine. The first part is the seeing. That's looking closely at the artwork Uh, making lots of observations, thinking about what you notice and what you see. The second part is the think. What thoughts do you have about the artwork? The third part is me, uh, all about personal connections. What connections can you make between you and the work? And the last part is we, looking for the bigger picture. And the question is, how might the work be connected to bigger stories about the world and our place in it. So a little bit about See, Think, Me, We. So it's quite a new thinking routine. It was developed as part of the Arts as Civic Commons or ArtC project at Project Zero. And ArtC developed tools and resources to encourage learners to explore contemporary civic themes through looking at and making art. So the tools and the thinking routines that ArtC provides help us to make connections between works of art ourselves and big themes about community or civic life. So you can find out more about this project. Uh, You can go to Arts as Civic Commons, and I'll put a link to this project in the show notes. So here are some of my first thoughts for using See, Think, Me, We. So first of all, I think it's a really accessible routine, and it works well with a big variety of artworks and different mediums. There are connections to see, think, wonder, but the key differences are the me and the we parts. And I think these parts require fairly confident facilitation skills. So see, think, wonder is a great routine to use when you're new to visible thinking in the museum. And for most people, it's probably 
the first thinking routine that they get to know. See, think, me, we perhaps requires a little bit more experience of the part of the facilitator. Um, another thought is that you might want to set the tone and discuss guidelines for a respectful discussion before you start, because this routine actually asks the participants to share personal connections. I think the me and the we steps might be challenging for some participants. So think about working in small groups or pairs and also think about modelling these steps by yourself as a facilitator um, to get the ball rolling with different responses. So let's think about the discussion that we had. So I selected an artwork by artist Kerry James Marshall and it's called Sob, Sob. Um, and I'm going to put a link to this artwork in the show notes. But if you're listening to this and you can't see the image, don't worry. You can have a look afterwards. And here's a short verbal description. It's from the Smithsonian American Arts uh, Museum's website. And it says, this painting depicts a female figure seated in front of a tall shelf of African history books. A volume titled Africa Since 1413 lies at her feet as she gazes into the sunlit, sunlit interior. Two thought bubbles float above the girl's head and they read one after the other, sob, dot, 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 sob, dot, dot, dot. So we started with the seeing part of the thinking routine and as we always do, we started with a moment of silently exploring the artwork with our eyes, so around about 30 seconds. And then for the observation and description part, I split the participants up into three different breakout rooms and each group had to observe and describe a different part of the image. So one group had the central figure, one group had the background, and the last group had the details. And after about five minutes, the groups came back to share their findings with the whole group. So we then moved on to the think part. And I began by asking the question, what thoughts do you have about the work? And this generated a variety of responses from comments like, she's thinking about crying, to I think she just finished reading the book and feels a bit sad because the book ended in a sad way. A few participants were wondering about what she was reading. So I shared the title of the book in front of her at this point. And the title is Africa Since 1413. And I shared the title of the artwork. If you remember, it's called Sob, Sob. I then asked, what thoughts do you have about the title of this artwork? So this small piece of information that I shared carried the discussion further and many participants then started to wonder about the meaning behind the title. Um, somebody said, isn't sob a word to use for people dwelling in their sadness, like not really crying but silently shedding a tear? And someone else, so she's sad reading the history of the Africans. 
I then shared some more information with the group that the artist Kerry James Marshall had based the young woman's pose on that of the female figure in Christina's world. And this is um, a quite well-known painting by Andrew Wyeth, and I'll share a link to that artwork in the comments too. In Christina's world, uh, you can see a young paralysed woman who faces sort of a challenge getting up a hill. Here's a description from the MoMA website. Set in the stark landscape of coastal Maine, Christina's world depicts a young woman seen from behind wearing a pink dress and lying in a grassy field. Although she appears to be in a position of repose, her torso, propped up on her arms, is strangely alert. Her silhouette is tense, almost frozen, giving the impression that she is fixed to the ground. She stares at a distant farmhouse and a group of outbuildings, ancient and greyed in harmony with the dry grass and overcast sky. I then shared both artworks to the group and asked participants to think about the two figures' inner thoughts and struggles and consider what type of connections they could make. They considered the posture of the two figures, so the same position but it was in reverse. They considered both figures are young women, one black, one white, and also thoughts of longing and struggles, both physical and metaphorical. Then we moved on to the me step. So the me step of this thinking routine asks participants to make personal connections. So it's really an important um, point to make that it's, it's great to have a safe and trusting atmosphere at this point. So you can establish this at the start of your session, but you can also remind participants about it at this point in the discussion too. I decided to do this step in breakout rooms so that participants could discuss freely in small groups and, and choose whether they wanted to share their personal connections beyond the walls of the breakout rooms. Now, I always work with the mantra that people should be encouraged but not required to participate. So people were given the option to share if they felt comfortable afterwards. You may also want to model this step by sharing your own personal response first. So I shared my own personal connection with this artwork that I'd, I had read about it for the first time in Amy Herman's book, Visual Intelligence, and it had made me question what the word sob meant. Did it mean being upset? Or perhaps it was, was it an abbreviation of an angry expression or something else completely? And in Amy Herman's book, she stresses the importance of not assuming that everyone has the same perspective as you do when you're looking and discussing an artwork. Because what something might mean to one person might mean something completely different to someone else. So you need to be open to all interpretations. So the groups went off to discuss their personal connections to the artwork in their breakout rooms and then they were invited to share any connections they wanted to when they returned. And many participants made personal connections with the bookshelf behind the woman in the painting, uh, thinking about being avid readers as children or learning stories and histories from the books there. Um, and also past participants talking about being aware of their own place in history 
and also the feeling of sadness you feel when you finish a book. Participants also talked, interestingly, about loneliness and being alone. So we moved on to the final step. And this step, the we step, invites participants to reach for connections beyond themselves. So I asked the group to consider the question, how might the work be connected to bigger stories about the world and our place in it? And I asked the small group to enter their thoughts via Mentimeter. So this is a tech tool that you can use uh, when you're working online with Zoom. And it's a really good tool because you can see all the different strands of thought emerging from the breakout rooms as they happen. And I think it worked really well as a kind of thinking wall. Um, And you could see all the themes that were uh, coming up on the, the thinking wall. So themes such as the struggle of women, empowerment, privilege, responsibility, and lots more. So what are my takeaways from this session with See, Think, Me, We? So I think this thinking routine will work best if you establish that atmosphere of safety and trust at the start. And then if you remind participants of this before you start the me and the we parts. I think also it might be quite useful to uh, reiterate the importance of listening, of good listening, active listening. And I think also this routine is uh, really flexible and can be used with a huge variety of artworks, especially those that might highlight specific themes. I think um, the discussion with this thinking routine brings up surprising and sometimes fascinating connections, different lines of inquiry. Um, And it also reminds me of some of the uh, global thinking routines that I teach in my uh, Visible Thinking in the Museum online course. These are the thinking routines that encourage us to inquire about the world and understand different perspectives and take part in respectful dialogue. So as I said at the start, I think See, Think, Me, We is a straightforward, it's an accessible thinking routine. You can use it with a variety of groups and it's great for making those personal and community connections. And I think I'll get a lot of use out of this thinking routine. So that's how I used See, Think, Me, We. I'm wondering now how you might use this thinking routine in your work. Do you have perhaps an artwork or object in mind already? Um, I'd love to hear how you're thinking of using it. So you can get in touch with the show by email, just by emailing claire at thinkingmuseum.com and let me know. Also, if you'd like the full list of all 100 plus thinking routines, you can sign up for my newly updated Ultimate Thinking Routines list. It's now got more than 100 thinking routines in one place and it's ready for you to use in your own unique way. I'll put the link to that in the show notes and you can sign up and receive your own copy. So that's it for today's episode. I hope you've enjoyed it. You can find me on Instagram most days at Thinking Museum. So head over there and tell me what you think. And I'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Art Engager podcast with me, Claire Baum. You can find more art engagement resources by visiting my website, thinkingmuseum.com. And you can also find me on Instagram at Thinking Museum, where I regularly share tips and tools on how to bring art to life and engage your audience. 
If you've enjoyed this episode, please share with others and subscribe to the show on your podcast player of choice. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next time.